Welcome to the Genio Accountants podcast with Genio Jezza. Say hello, mate. Hello, mate. And me, Zoe Hansen. In the next few minutes, we're going to explore ways that you can save tax. What are we going to be talking about, Jezza? So we're going to be talking today about electric cars. You see a lot of those around at the moment. Uh, we're going to talk about vans. We're going to talk about pension contributions and directors of life insurance. Okay. That's the idea. So let's go with it first. Let's go down electric cars. How is this going to save me tax? Because my mate down the pub reckons that it'll save me a whole heap of tax. Yeah, your mate knows what he's talking about on that way. What? Uh, In that part part he does, but yeah. Um, Electric cars, you're seeing a lot of electric cars around at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, The main reason, I'm going to be honest, is because of the tax savings. Um, is it really? Or is it just because people like a Tesla? I mean, they're super cool cars, aren't they? Let's yeah. be honest. They're, but they're expensive. So okay. it's a lot of money for an electric car. Um, and say so part of the attraction is that you're getting 100% tax relief on that on that car. So what does that mean? Well, a Tesla costs 50 grand. I mean, the cheapest electric car is 30 grand. Okay. You can get. I, I'm not a car salesman, so I don't know what they are. But yeah, I just yeah. know that's about the amount. A Kia? Maybe a Kia, a Kia something like that. Kia, I think, start, yeah, I've looked at the Kias. I mean, they're all nice cars. Yeah. Very futuristic, but they're really cool. So from a tax point of view, if you're going to, if you've got 50 grand to spend on a Tesla, it's going to save you nine and a half grand in, on your company tax bill. Nine and a half grand? Yeah, because which is 19% of whatever the cost of the car is. Wow. So it's a lot of money, which is it, which it becomes a justification when you buy in the car. So if I can't afford a Tesla, if I am looking at a 30 grand electric car, yeah. what sort well, of saving am I going to make there? It's 19% of whatever the cost of the car is. So if you think 30 grand off the top of my head, that's about five, five seven. Quick maths. They are low, five, right. Yeah, uh, 5,700 quid tax saving on, yeah, your corporate tax. So it's huge. Wow. Keeping your pockets at the tax bands. And also with electric cars, they get a lot of free parking as well, don't they? Yeah, well, I think a lot of the councils obviously trying to get low emissions in the in the in the city centres. So certainly Southampton here, there's a couple of car parks where you can park your car all day, plug it in, and it's free. Right. You pay for your parking, but it's free electricity. And you're how, charging you're charging your car you're charging as well. Your car, that's the point. Yeah, while you're parking, I don't know how long it's going to last because electricity prices have shot up. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> so it's huge for the council uh, how it's subsidised. But it, it's it's the way people are going to go. I think. That's why, as I say, that's why with I see a lot more. With that tax saving. With that tax definitely. saving. Definitely. So sticking with vehicles, you can save corporation tax on an electric car. But what about a van? Because this is the one that I hear most about, which I never knew, but it's a super deduction, right? Yeah, super deductions are really relevant this year. Basically, it's 130% of whatever you spend. It sounds odd when you're trying to explain to someone. You're getting tax free for more than you spend. But it, again, it's the government's way of encouraging you to go out and spend money. Okay. Uh, if you were to spend 25 grand on a van, you'd have got 100% tax relief on that £25,000. Uh, this year, with the super deduction, basically you, you can treat it as an expense of 32500 as opposed to 25000 It's It's a strange calculation, but it works. And that, that basically means on a 25 grand van, you're getting six grand, £6,175 tax relief. Whoa. Again, so a big old deduction. It's a big chunk of money, right? It is, yeah. yeah. And with the van, of course, you can get the VAT back as well. So so if there's VAT on it, you can get that back. You can't get a VAT back on an electric car. That's another big misconception. Unless you're a taxi driver. Okay. Or a driving instructor. And is this on, if I go and buy a van for a thousand pounds that's, you know, had three previous owners, is that, does that still count? No, it's got to be a new car. So it's a new vehicle. Okay. So that's, that's, again, it's trying to encourage people to buy new vehicles and things. And if I'm a lawyer yep. and I want to have a 130% actual real life super deduction and I go out and buy a van, mm-hmm. 
can I put that through you my can, tax? Yeah. Or do you have to be in some sort of trade where it is one of your expenses? I mean, it's normal. If you're a builder or trade, you have a van. It's normal. But it's not trade specific. So, yeah, you could be a lawyer and buy a pickup truck. Some of the pickup trucks are used as family cars now. They've got seats in the back. You yeah, can yeah. do that and get the tax relief. Again, that's one that people don't believe. But our, on our tax courses we go on each year, the, the guy who runs those courses has a Mitsubishi pickup truck. <laughs> because beef, he gets the savings. Because he gets the tax. He's got a briefcase in the back. He's got no toolkit, but he's got his lunch in the back. And uh, yeah, he's got it. So it's one of those things we check. Obviously, you can do it because it would seem unusual for an accountant to have a monster truck. Yeah, say. yeah. It'd be, it'd be pretty cool. But um, yeah, I couldn't get that past the wife, unfortunately. I'd love one, but... <laughs> so could I buy a camper van? Does that still count? No. Okay. No. And again, that's, that's happened with one of our clients. Took our advice and bought a van. Went down to uh, Hendy's commercial, bought a van, happy, really happy with it. Uh, when we came to do his accounts, we actually found out it wasn't a van. It was a minibus. Oh, no. Not even that. It's an eight-seater, so it's actually an MPV. <laughs> so it's a car, not a van. And the tax relief on a car isn't there. You don't get it as much okay. as a van. So it was a shock for him, uh, a huge shock, actually, because as a van, if you use it personally, there's a, like a flat rate benefit in kind. If you have a car, a company car, people know this, that you, you pay a lot in company tax. Yes. Um, if it's a petrol, which of course it was, it's a huge yeah, truck basically. Okay. Which is an MPV, it costs, we had to change basically the tax planning around that because what we thought was a van, when we checked the invoice and checked the actual car, it's a car. Okay. Um, also with electric cars, we're sort of telling clients that they should be putting it through the company for one, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if charging them is key though, isn't it? So if you've got a... Of course. A, if you can do it in the car park for free, brilliant. If you can't, Try and get a charging point at your office at work. Let your company pay the tax. Uh, okay. Sorry, pay the electricity so you get a tax relief on that. There's no P11D. Oh, sorry. There's a very small tax benefit on electric cars. So if okay. you've got a 50 grand Tesla, yeah. it's only going to cost you 200 quid a year in personal tax to do that. If you've got a 50 grand BMW, that will cost you like six grand maybe or whatever. It's, it's a okay. huge difference in the um, tax benefit between electric hybrid and petrol that's so really key before you order a car make sure yes. make sure it's the right one make sure you're getting the right relief because you, yeah you don't want that shock of ordering a car then realizing oh, it's, it's the a wrong hybrid one. yeah don't it's a hybrid i don't get a tax relief and things like that all of these things all of these vehicles whether it's a van or an electric car or any kind of car they yeah. all have tax implications some good some not so good right yeah and so the car dealers will tell you they'll try and tell you but they're not accountants so they <laughs> want to sell you the car they, they do want to sell you the car and they do tell you the tax savings if they can but you'd hope that you'd speak to your accountant first Another way to save tax that I've heard is pensions. Yep. How does that work? So, yeah, if you were to put a pension contribution through your company, so this is uh, for the directors, you get tax relief on it, which is uh, it's a great way of getting money out of your company and into your pension. For that, you need to speak to an IFA, though. So an, uh, an independent financial advisor. We as accountants can help facilitate sort of telling you how much you can put in, but putting it in the right scheme, the right pension scheme is, in, is a financial advisor job. So not, not the accountants. We don't do that. Okay. And if you've got the spare cash, brilliant. You've had a good year. Uh, you can put up to 40 grand into a pension. And again, you're getting the tax relief on that straight away. So money's going into your pension, 40 grand's going in, and your company's saving 19% tax on that. Okay. I love it when you do these figures because I have no clue. <laughs> right. So basically, if you're earning over a threshold then you should be putting some money into a pension because it's going to save you in the long run, right? Yeah, I think, well, pension planning is important anyway because you need to think about what you can do in the future. When you finish your business, when you stop, you need to make sure there's enough to support your lifestyle in the future. I think my future lifestyle, yeah, what I think it's going to be. 
need a big pension so I've got to <laughs> got to start planning for it and it's it just comes all around it's having the spare cash so if yeah. you've got spare money in the, in the company you're not you don't need it for trade put it into a pension and yeah it's, it will save it, you tax it, it right save you tax that's it so and if you've got loads of cash loads of money you can and I not don't know pro- anybody that professes <laughs> to have loads of money no. But if you have, you've had a really good year, let's say, you could put three years worth. So you get £40,000 a year is the maximum you can put in. But if you've not put any previously in that first year, you can put up to three years. So it could be 120 grand going into a pension pot, uh, which is good. The last way that I think you can save tax is something we recommend our client, all our clients do. It's a tiny tax saving, but it's still money in your pocket, not in HMRC's. That's yes. the key. So everybody or most people have got life insurance if you've got a mortgage at home think of yourself personally you've got your own personal life insurance to cover the mortgage or cover it so if something happens to you protects your family's future basically if you are a limited company and a director you can get what's called relevant life insurance again speak to your ifa it's it's what they do um every single director who has life insurance should have this okay it's tiny it's not big tax savings but it's about it makes your premiums about 40 percent cheaper wow so, so this is personal life insurance when you yeah. take it out personally versus taking it out and putting it through the company right yeah it's effectively the same so it's not so if the unfortunate did happen and, and something did happen to you then it wouldn't be the company that got the money it's still still your family or whoever it's whoever it goes through it just means you're getting the tax relief on it you're not okay. paying it you're not paying it out of tax funds so if you pay your life insurance out your own pocket you've already paid the tax on that by getting it into your bank this just means it just misses that step. But so it's forty percent. If you think what your life insurance premiums are, take forty percent off, and that's basically the difference. So not again, not huge, but a couple of hundred quid. They say it's worth in your pocket. Why not? It's a night out. And one final one. I know we're talking about how to save tax. I think probably coming to see you or an accountant, it probably does the job, right? Definitely. But do it also do it early. So all these things you should be talking, if you, even if you're thinking about doing this next year, it's an electric car, speak to your accountant early. Yep. Um, just make sure they're aware. Yeah, that's the key. As I say, we, with all our clients, we want our clients to um, talk to us as early as they can. Thank you so much for listening to the Genio Accountants podcast. The Genio Accountants podcast is hosted and produced by the podcast lady.